0: How many careers do you plan to switch in your entire lifetime? Today's guest, my mentor and a very close friend Disha has changed three careers in the last four years. Today, we look at her chaotic life in this episode of Everything Falls in Place. I hope you enjoy it. Hello Disha, welcome to Everything Falls in Place and thanks for agreeing to come to the podcast.
1: Hi Akshansh. how are you? Uh, it's an honor to be here as a guest on your show
0: i would like to introduce disha and i don't
1: think a lot of people
0: know that she is amongst the biggest mentors that i have and she has played a very crucial part in at least helping me get into the professional role that i am in right now she is an mba from iim shillong after which she joined cognizant as a senior business development analyst then she moved on to entrepreneurship in the consumer products uh, business and currently she's a full-time trader and today we we'll would be looking back at his, her journey and we'll try to draw some insights from there. So ready to begin?
1: Thank you so much for your kind words. <laughs> I think I'm, I, I just uh, transferred the knowledge that I had received to, onto you. And I think uh, what you're doing with everything falls in place is really interesting. So co- first of all, congratulations in, on that. And Thank you. Let's, let's begin.
0: Sure. So you started with IT, moved to entrepreneurship, that to consumer products, And now you are into full-time stock trading. And obviously making such transitions in such small period of time requires a lot of upskilling and a lot of effort. Uh, so, what is that which helps you, you know, learn continuously?
1: So, I really like learning. Learning has been one of my life mottoes. So, every day I'll try to learn something or the other. Uh, not necessarily just in personal, uh, in professional life, in personal life as well. Like maybe if it's cooking, maybe it's dancing, because I really like to dance as well. But um, since you said that, you know, from IT, <laughs> to consumer products and then financial markets. So I never, initially, I'd never thought that I'll be in IT. Uh, and when I entered IT, it was an absolutely new space for me because I come from a non-IT background. So it took me uh, some time to understand even the lingos. So uh, on that front, I it took me some time to uh, To upskill myself, I used to take up a lot of calls with the technical team as well and ask them to to help me understand each and everything. So Mm -hmm. I was just learning on the go there. Uh, Then when I moved on to my entrepreneurial journey, the the skills that you need to have as an entrepreneur is actually very, very different. Uh, And uh, the daily challenges and the motivation that you need is obviously at a different level now again on the financial market side as well uh, I'm I'm trying to learn and I'm trying to upskill myself. I enjoy whatever I enjoy doing I do not mind uh, you know put investing my time on it.
0: I want to understand what's your family's response to such sudden changes.
1: As I already said, IT, I don't think it really belonged to me. So there was this uh, turning point that arrived while I was working on one of the RFQs at uh, Cognizant Technology Solutions while I was there. So we were working on a, uh, a multinational deal and uh, it was a really important deal for our company. Managers, manager was also working. And when I you know studied the kind of work that he was doing, I realized uh, I don't want to do that work. So... Uh, leaving cognizant for me was not that difficult uh, but yeah transitioning from my business to uh, to the financial markets was a little difficult for me because uh, i was really invested in my in my business and i think i'll still uh, want to go back to my business after a point of time and i think i'll continue having two businesses uh,
0: through these entire careers that you have taken you must have definitely seen a lot of ups and downs a lot of proud moments a lot of moments that you definitely thought that maybe i'm not good enough for this so i want you to tell me that which was that highest moment that you have experienced and probably the lowest moment also if there's any uh,
1: in, in exports you have uh, you use containers right so there are uh, five um Uh, like I had my five container, MERS containers lined up one after the other. And this happened at the point where no other person was getting uh, any, uh, could not arrange for any container because there was high tide in Calcutta. And uh, uh, even exporters who are, uh, who do 200 crores per month and are, 15 years into the business could not arrange for a single container, but I had five containers lined up one after the other. So just that that view of my containers just lined up was a really happy moment for me. I
0: want to understand that. Uh, do you have any, uh, you know, family background in entrepreneurship? I mean, are there business people in your family as well, or you are the first one? <laughs>
1: no no definitely i have um, my dad is a business person and um, even my aunt like my buaji is also uh, an entrepreneur so yeah we've been uh, brought up in a in a business family we've had discussions i've had uh, interactions with my dad wherein, you know, I'm, I used to strategize his marketing plans and um, his HR problems. So yeah, that has definitely helped me grow as a person. But uh, sometimes what you say, you're not really ready to provide that as well. Right. So uh, sometimes uh, he realized that I want to support her of what she's doing. And sure, he's proud of me. But he was not really ready to do it. Like, uh, he, uh, I did not really get a lot of support from him when it, come, when it, when it came to export of uh, products. So um, uh, finding a client was not as difficult as convincing my dad about it.
0: You know, I also try to like come up with ideas of pro- potential startups that I can do. Then I pitch those ideas to my friends and I talk to a lot of people about it. And the feedback that I get is that my ideas are good. And, but the problem is that I am never able to take that first step. You know, the people say that going from zero to one is the toughest part of the journey. So uh, how did that happen for you? Because definitely when you leave your corporate job and you go out to start your own business, there's always that anxiety that what if this business fails?
1: So I think that was just uh, me really looking out to start a business. I think if you'd asked 10-year-old Disha also that what do you want to do in life? She would have said, I want to do business. But she knew that she wants to be an entrepreneur. That was very clear to her. And um, for me, while I was working with Cognizant, uh, I really wanted to start off my business and start being an independent uh, woman before I get married. Right. So I... That that was the, and I already told you that, you know, the aha moment that I had in my life that I do not want to be uh, in the role of what my manager's manager is doing uh, seven years down the line. So uh, that was pretty easy for me to actually leave the job because I know that this is one thing that I do not want to do. So if you know what you do not want to do and... Then uh, coming on to what you actually wanna do is a different journey for sure. Um, Then you start analyzing that, where is it that your strengths lie and what is it that motivate you? So while working with Titan, I had realized a few of my strengths and uh, I realized that uh, I I, I studied uh, a lot on a few subjects and then I realized that export of agriculture Uh, products is where I want to be
0: I also want to understand that while you were going through your journey of setting up your own business and while you were running it then towards like I guess in the last one one and a half year COVID has been a big impact on businesses so how was that journey for you and what were the major uh, moments of fear for you because definitely there would have been a lot of Uh, anxiety or doubts involved that uh, what if in the long term this fails, then what's the plan B?
1: Right. So, uh, code is one of the reasons that uh, I'm not continuing uh, my export business because the international risk right now is so high that uh, I do not want to pursue the risk that entail with it. But yeah, I'm determined that uh, Whenever the time is right, I will resume it first. Second, uh, I I think what helped me is my faith in myself that whatever I'll do uh, and whatever uh, efforts I'll put in will not fall short. Now, uh, at the end of the day, I have no regrets uh, and I'm really happy and really satisfied with my entire journey so far i mean there is nothing that i could have changed personally of if i look back in the last 4 years there's nothing that i could have changed uh, nothing would have been in my hands uh if i could i if i could have changed i've already changed so uh, a person who's starting out i think really should realize and identify the their motivating factors because to For every day will be challenging. And you need to keep in mind uh, what is driving you in the path of your journey. Like if that path is clear, then I think the journey becomes really uh, bearable, I'll say. And uh, you do not regret any part of it at the end of the day.
0: You graduated from IIM Shillong in 2016. And... You decided to uh, start out after uh, some time, but there are uh, almost everyone from your batch who is uh, doing a corporate job, making good money, and having a stable life. Compared to you uh, as an entrepreneur, based on whatever I have seen from a distance, it's almost a 24 7 job. I mean, you cannot uh, say that uh, this is the time where I stop working because. And then you have to take a lot of ownership and the entire responsibility comes on your shoulders. So do you ever compare yourself to them that I could have gone for a much more stable life and I could have been making much more money had I uh, probably taken a corporate route?
1: Not at all. I I am very, very happy with what I've been doing and... Uh... Yeah, as you rightly pointed out, right, that you have to be on the job 24-7 and I was in exports, right? So um, I had US clients and I had to like be awake till 4 a.m., 5 a.m. in the morning and we had email exchanges uh, even at 3, 4 a.m., like at at really odd hours. So, uh, but, you know, converting a deal at that hour really, uh, it makes you happy as well. Right. So you, you do not regret working hard at all because you, you know, uh, again, I'll, I'll say this again, that if you know what you're doing and if you know where you want to be, then I, I, I don't think you compare yourself with others. Mm. And financially it gets, rev- f- first few years are definitely challenging, but, uh, Later on, I think it becomes more rewarding than being a challenge. So uh, to every person's its own.
0: Now, I want to move towards what you're currently doing, the financial market. So you said uh, definitely IT was something that you got through your placement. Entrepreneurship was something that you wanted to do. You said that a 10-year-old Disha would have also said the same thing. But how did financial markets happen?
1: Actually, uh, this is something that my family started doing a couple of years back. And uh, I took, because my family had started doing, I took up a course on technical analysis. And then uh, I, while I was still pursuing my business, I started managing a small portfolio on the side as well uh, in the financial markets and then covid happened and i realized the risk the international risks currently are too high for me to uh, continue exports so uh, i started learning what i had uh, on the hand and uh, right now i'm really enjoying so charting is something which i really 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 like technical analysis and drawing charts and predicting uh, different levels and analyzing companies doing research about them is something which i uh, which really excites me and when the uh, march 2020 crash happened uh, i i i could see that all the technical lev- levels were being adhered to like even before the market was crashing i could say that this is the these are the levels that it will touch and surprisingly it did so that actually uh, reinstated my belief in uh, continuing with whatever i'm doing so four years from now i don't know where i'll be <laughs> I don't know what I'll be doing, but whatever wherever I am, I'm definitely enjoying what I'm doing.
0: There's there's so much chaos in what's happening uh, in your life, so don't. Why?
1: Do no, of- I'm enjoying. <laughs> I'm excited about what I'm doing. <laughs> I really like what I'm doing.
0: Definitely, I mean, I'm still trying hard to like you know find the structure in it or trying to accept the fact that somebody could be enjoying so much of chaos but uh,
1: if, if chaos is bothering you then uh i don't know whether business is the right thing to do or not because you will face chaos every single day every single day and you have to be calm about it and you have to know that it's gonna happen
0: now i want you to give me you know a couple of uh, takeaways or let's let's make it three give me three takeaways from this entire journey of chaos that you have explained till now
1: if you're looking out to make your own mark in life you have to know yourself first uh it's i know it's cliched but it's really important to know what motivates you in life and what is your vision of life if if that is not clear in your head it will uh it it will bother you every single day of what you're doing in life. Once your vision becomes clear of what you want to achieve from your own life, I think the journey becomes easy. And then you start curating your own self in a way that you can achieve whatever you want to achieve. Second, I think for me, learning has been a huge part of me. So I'd recommend people to uh love learning. Uh, one thing that I learned from my life uh, is that the relationships that you establish and uh, the relationships that you maintain uh, becomes really important. Uh, so even professional life, uh, even in business, I felt that uh, the reason that I was standing there with five of my containers, one after the other was because I had built that relationship with my suppliers that no matter what, uh, what happens, they'll do my work first and not for the others. Uh, Every moment, I think those relationships, even your mentors, right? So when you have good mentors, they will... They will motivate you. And when you know that someone is expecting you to reach certain level, then I think you get all the more motivated to, you know, meet those expectations. And uh, they're always there to guide you and uh, help you in your own journey.
0: It it was really nice listening to it, especially the chaos part. It's good to know that there is someone enjoying chaos so much. And I believe anyone who would have listened to it definitely would have gained a very fresh perspective towards life and would have gained a lot of value from it. So thanks, Disha. Thanks for coming to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me. And I really enjoyed having this honest conversation with you. Uh, Hoping you all the best with the podcast ahead.
0: Thank you. Thank you. And for anyone who is listening, thanks for listening. And we'll be back with the next episode next week. Thank you.